1: One. One Mate, there's a universal way to count down Yeah, and
2: it's not from... it's not progressively getting slower
1: as you're going <laughs> yeah,
2: down
1: well, you got to keep even playing... gaps You're playing mind games with me, no, you psychopath Alright, I... let's start the podcast and it's your fault You've got to put it together, you idiot uh, mm-hmm. It's your own fault Okay If it goes bad Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Advanced Analytics Podcast with Guy and Paul, a weekly basketball NBA podcast episode where we talk two. about where we talk about all the happenings in the NBA, and by all the happenings, I mean the the few happenings that happened on probably on the day we record it. It's episode two. So we're not well organized. Yeah, we're very proud. It's episode two. Yes, they'll know that because it'll say episode two on the title.
2: Yeah, but you might might not be able to read.
1: Do you want to make that one of your special jobs for the podcast? Maybe is so that you can uh, you can say the episode. Yeah. Have am you I... logged? Have- um, the reason we're having so many problems, um, with this podcast so far is that I am in, um, Dallas, Texas. Whoa. Doing an NBA road. i fun- you already knew that. So don't pretend to be impressed. <laughs> uh, I'm doing an NBA road trip. Uh, and I'm bringing you all the inside scoops. Paul, where are you? I'm in Auckland, New Zealand. Dope, dope. Yep. Very good. You br- you bring in any NBA scoops? Man, so many scoops. <laughs> you stalked Drake though, right?
2: Yeah, I stalked Drake.
1: I stalked, stalked Kyrie know, Irving and the night before, at- and um, Paul spent two nights. That seems like one too many nights stalking Drake around Auckland. Mm-hmm. So um, you any, know, some would say you know this is gonna <laughs> this is gonna be a ripper podcast. Um, let's kick off things with a bang though. Um, time for the week in review. That's W-E-A-K-E-N review. No, it is not that. The big story of the week this week. No, no, no.
2: Firstly, you've got to pause for the intro music. Secondly, it's week in review. W-E-E-K.
1: Well, it's interesting that you're you're in a glass house, mate, throwing stones about what the segments are called and stuff like that because I noticed that I didn't have any approval on the um, intro stings for the songs. Mm. And most of them, fine, adequate standard, The stings for your segment, Magic Mayhem, about the Orlando Magic, yeah, way way better than every other sting in the show.
2: Yeah, well, uh, to be honest, I I spent several hours on that one, (laughs) and not so that was intentional, was it?
1: Well, do you think maybe the the theme song of the of the show is important?
2: No, not as important. Magic Mayhem is my passion project. Okay, (laughs) okay, Uh,
1: okay. Well, that's coming up soon, and um. Uh, we can talk about the the dilemma, the um disaster that is the um the album artwork shortly. But um James Harden, oh do I need a pause? Yeah, okay. Here's that was the, here's that was the pause. We can
2: review. We can
1: review. Yeah, there it goes. That was the pause for the sting. And um James Harden this week, uh today scored fifty six points in an NBA game, which is pretty impressive if you ask but, me.
2: No, but wait, didn't he have that after like three quarters or something? He had like I think 50. he had
1: fifty four after three quarters and then came on and ruined his shooting percentage slightly in the fourth quarter. Right. And right. he um did he didn't break the Houston record as well, which was yeah, I don't know. I don't know where he cares about the Houston well,
2: score. I read record that though. um so he, he became fifth on in Rockets scoring history or something. And it, it said that uh the Utah Jazz called a timeout to like so he could be honored, but like, I doubt they did. They were. Seeing, I feel like that's a weird time to call it an honorary timeout for becoming fifth. <laughs> yeah. So I think they were definitely just like calling a timeout, and then people were like classy
1: move, and they were like, uh, "Yeah, this well, is kind of the Jazz's role now." Do you remember when Kobe scored like? <laughs> did he score? Did he score sixty one in his last NBA game? And that was the Jazz again. Yeah, yeah they're, the Jazz. they're one of those teams. Yeah, they just they, show up and
2: get embarrassed like, a little bit. No, they like giving people kind of iconic
1: moments. It wasn't their fault. Can I say it wasn't the Jays' fault? Like, James Harden was just hot fire. In the yeah. first quarter, he was 8 from 8 from field goals, 4 from 4 from 3, Um, made both his free throws and had 4 assists. Like, he yeah. was scorching hot.
2: Don't bring all these numbers into it, mate. My brain is switched off.
1: He had, <laughs> he had 54 points in three quarters. Yeah,
2: he shot good. Just say that. He, he shot, shot good. good. He shot good uh, made a lot of shots. Are you impressed? Mate, I yeah, I yeah, I am impressed. But I mean, <laughs>
1: yeah. it, I was is, hoping to get I was hoping to get some negativity about what James Harden. Cuz I'm a little bit of a James Harden hater, and oh. while everyone's going to celebrate this, he's one for me that just has a huge aster- asterisk over his name how he like has a tissy for every year in the um playoffs and seems to stop playing in the most or gets fatigued, but Seems to stop seems to not care when the playoffs get sticky for the Houston basketball yeah. team. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. All right. Well, great um contribution to uh the weekend review from you. Is that the, um, moving is that the on. End
2: of the weekend review? <laughs> we talk about walking guys. No, guy no, no,
1: no. That was the end of the first story. Okay. Okay, okay. It's a three it's a rule of three. We've got three stories. Okay. okay. Ahead, um, second story. Second story is what's wrong with the Cavs.
2: What's wrong with them?
1: Yeah, I say bad coach. Oh,
2: shots and, fired! Uh, bad players. You—that <laughs> is—that is not a fair statement to make. Nah, like most of them, bad players and bad coach.
1: It's really interesting watching NBA games here in um, America, humble brag, and then going back at night and watching um, ESPN and what they how they talk about it because I feel like that's a little bit different, but one of my favorite things about ESPN is the really um, stupid stats they bring up and the Cavs just today had a really bad loss to the... Atlanta Hawks. Hawks. Yes, Paul, finally contributing to the podcast. They lost badly to the worst team in the NBA, pretty much, the Atlanta Hawks. Who would you say is the worst team in the NBA right now?
2: Yeah, maybe the Hawks.
1: Because I was watching Dallas and they were pathetic. Uh, Dallas have
2: been um, kind of, disappointing right the it's funny nice th- the funny thing prepared.
1: is yeah they seem to have three or four okay players as well so you would kind of think that they wouldn't be tanking but they're they're, they're tanking whether they want to or not Mark um, early in the season tank, early <laughs> early season i shouldn't be saying this because i'm in dallas right now um not going to a dallas mavericks game went to a dallas cowboys game that was crazy um tailgating amazing Bit in the football okay there's just dudes just line dancing on the street and stuff like that. People bring like forty inch flat screen TVs and put them in the back of their trucks. It's off the hook. Why do they do that? What are they watching on it? They watch the game. Oh yeah, they, okay. Do that actually go sounds into weird. The game at all? No, no. They buy a parking pass. That's they get like prime parking passes. So they've got the parking pass that directly overlooks the stadium, which, by the way, is an indoor stadium in Dallas. Yeah, uh, the most amazing stadium I've ever been to by a mile, and. uh... It's closed, so they can't even hear the roar of the state, the stadium that well because the roof is stopping the sound from coming out. And people sit across the road from the stadium. Um, they set up huge gazebos. They seem to have some sort of amazing, like, LAN internet situation so they can stream the game on their huge TVs. And they also set up DJ turntables and just play the banginest beats you've ever heard. It's its amazing. Yeah. And ladies are just dancing to the music and stuff like that. But the funny thing is, is that they've got like multiple DJ booths going, all playing competing music. And right. so the music just sounds like a massive um, shit fight, to be honest. Right, right. But very um, good. Anyway, good experience. Been,
2: I've never been to a tailgating, but I have seen Silver Linings Playbook. They do some in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And did it live up to the hype? Yeah, well, I liked that movie. Two thumbs up from me
1: big uh, yeah um big fan that uh which is an all right um sports movie again is about a guy who loves the new york giants played by Padden oswald he um he sits in the car park and listens to the games on the radio and i was like that isn't real and then turns out it definitely is yeah in dallas they love it they also, they also cook barbecue in the back of the truck yeah, yeah I, i'd cool. recommend that more than the game in fact if anyone comes to dallas the tickets to the game are so expensive i would recommend not buying a ticket to the game and just hanging out with the tailgaters that is so good
2: Um, what are we talking about? Uh, the Cavaliers. Why are they bad?
1: Oh yeah. And ESPN's coverage. The stat they pulled out on the, on the, um, television tonight was ESP, uh, a team with a losing record, um, after 10 games has only made the final eight times the finals. And I was like, that's pretty good. I was like, that's pretty good. I thought that was pretty good odds. I was like, "Oh, that doesn't sound too bad at all." If, if eight times a team has started really badly and gone on to make the finals,
2: yeah, yeah, that seemed like a lot of times.
1: <laughs> that was a stupid stat, and that's kind of what one thing I noticed um, uh, throughout the uh, uh, Man, coverage of the games I've been to and seen live. What I just wish
2: it's so sad about Gordon Hayward going down because the thing is, I still reckon the uh, Celtics can beat them. Yeah, definitely. But, but imagine how much even more fun it would be if they had Gordon Hayward as well.
1: Yeah, well, see, you, your main goal is to seem to see the Cavs lose. Ah, I don't like
2: the Cavs, man. I,
1: I just want to see a good NBA Finals. Um, people are definitely overreacting, though. The Cavs aren't that bad. Um, yeah. Isaiah Thomas hasn't even Kevin Love, a game though. yet. Did you see him today? Yeah, he's got uh, psychological difficulties.
2: No, yeah, well, so he ripped his singlet in half.
1: Yeah, uh, Ty Lue was yelling
2: at him at one stage, and then he left in the third quarter due to illness. <laughs> And he, yeah. <laughs> he went to the hospital. He's ill. Oh, did he actually go to the
1: hospital? Or maybe was
2: I it physically so. ill? No, they said uh, that. I just read that he went to the hospital. but I, don't I know.
1: assumed he'd left with um, mental illness, which would be fine. Yeah. If, you're having a t- if you're having a tough day psychologically, um, take the game off, I reckon. It's a long season. Yeah. And it's a marathon, not, not a race. It's also a race, and you should probably pick up the pace, Cavs. Um, time for the third beat, Um of uh, the weekend review, which actually coincides with your segment, Paul. Okay. I reckon it's time to talk about the magic. It's time for magic mayhem.
2: Well, that's not that's not part of weekend review, then.
1: That's, no, it kind of segues through. Like last week, we segued through, didn't yeah, we? Okay, okay. So wait,
2: so are you not ready? No, I'm ready.
1: No, oh, we just did the pause for the sting. No, the sting
2: goes. The sting's yeah. already played. No, no the no, sting's no. played. Mate, I put the sting in, so I'm going <laughs> to put it in when I say.
1: And the well, we're sting... we just going to have a big.
2: No, the Sting goes
1: here. Here. We agree that's where it goes. No.
0: Here.
2: Guys, the Orlando Magic, after getting off to a very hot start, have gone a bit cold in the last two games. Uh yeah. I will say that now. They they played really poorly yesterday against the Bulls and lost to the Bulls at home. Uh to be honest, I was I was already excited because I was like I'd already actually counted the chickens before they hatched and I I was looking at their record and I'd already counted them to beat the Bulls and they lost to the Bulls. And so yeah. I think they were maybe thinking that as well. They came out slow and they just continued slow and then they finished they- slow. Um
1: <laughs> They did what they claimed they were doing to other teams, which was other teams underestimate them and they sneak up on them. That's what the Bulls did to yeah, them. The idiots,
2: I think so. And then today it was uh, it was probably let's, it was possibly a preview of the Eastern Conference Finals: Magic versus the Celtics, and uh, two very great defensive teams, and the Magic really got out defended, and also again just couldn't hit a shot. Uh, so they got and out defended and they got out, out defended offended and out offended, and uh, yeah, it was sad. Although um, I think one real highlight of the game was during one of the timeouts when they brought out a uh, a leprechaun came out on some stilts. What do you, what? And they they introduced him um, like like it was a boxing match, and then so they were like in the left corner we have. He's from Boston, he's Lucky the Leprechaun and he came out on stilts with boxing gloves and they were playing like flute music and then they were like and from the right corner and I've written down what the the guy said he was like the master of magic, the sultan of slapstick, <laughs> the the prince of pranks, the what? king of comedy stuff, the magic mascot. <laughs> I thought there was such big calls, like
1: yeah, yeah. But, I mean, have you ever seen... So him? good. Cracker.
2: He is the prince of pranks, that's for sure. But the king of comedy is maybe a step too far.
1: Maybe Richard Pryor? Possibly. I haven't seen a recent, like, ranking of the greatest comedians of all time, but I'd say one and two now. Uh, obviously, Bill Cosby's fallen a long way off the rankings. Um, I saw an article recently on the internet, and it was like... Um, how to approach because I'm a big i was a big bill Cosby fan um mm. growing up and stuff like that the um the article was um how to a- a- approach bill cosby's um comedy career in two thousand and seventeen, and I was like probably in the same way you approach Hitler's art career, just let's forget about it. <laughs> you can't listen to his weird albums there's no way you can go back listening to his albums um especially because he like talks about family and dating and yeah it's just anyway sorry bill cosby tangent i'm sabotaging magic mayhem stuff is definitely now thanks to the bill cosby falling out the rankings one of the um greatest comedians uh greatest comedians of all time there's no doubt about that
2: that's good but um and you'd be pleased to know stuff won that boxing match quite easily as well it didn't last very long uh but he he bit lucky the leprechaun but sadly the magic lost the game uh and they lost he did did he head
1: punch head. out a, ma- a mascot leprechaun or was it a child dressed in leprechaun clothes? Because I'd no, love no, no, to it, see stuff it was fight a, man. a child. It was a man. A, a, midget,
2: a midget man? No. no, uh, nah, I just was, realized midgets.
1: Was... I don't mean, mean to say midget. It's an offensive term. A small man. I don't know. Oh, man. I'm digging myself into a hole. No, you, re- you talk. You talk. You should you just talk.
2: not talk during Magic Mayhem. This is meant to be a fun segment about <laughs> my favorite team. So far you've brought up Bill Cosby and his <laughs> sexual assaults. <laughs> And now yeah. you've just
1: offended small people the, the many small people who watch who listen to the podcast, yeah, sorry to them, yeah, yeah, um,
2: okay, okay, well, I don't know, do you want to say anything about the magic
1: um yeah i've 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 listened to other podcasts, and they've told me what's wrong with them uh the magic were shooting good threes mm. uh much better than their opponents, that's partly because they're playing really good d. So yeah. I think the D is is something that's solid, and that is a sign of improvement and a sign that they're going to be a lot better than last year. Yeah. But their three point shooting is the reason they've won so many games early on, and their defending yeah. of opposition but, three point shooting, and that has fallen that has fallen apart against the Celtics. They couldn't hit anything. Yeah, no, but um, I, also Al Horford is a god.
2: Yeah, but also I think a, a reason their three point shooting has fallen off so much in the last two games is their ball movements. I think it's gotten a lot worse as well so they're getting much worse looks as well. Is but, Alfred you know, Payton back? No, no. So that's another reason for optimism is they've been playing without Alfred. And, and actually yeah. they've been playing without Alfred and the backup point guard DJ Augustine. So Augustine.
1: So it's it's Augustine. Mate, no, it's no. not. How good a name is Alfred though. One of the top yeah. names of people that you can have. No you don't call him Al? No. No, Alf. People call him Alf. Yeah. I think <laughs> actually, yeah, Alf. I, oh, I thought you were sure. doing, doing a bad joke. No, no, I think
2: I think people do call them Alf.
1: Al Horford um, killed uh, killed the magic, and that um, uh, that kind of uh, was what I experienced when I went to see the uh, Oklahoma City Thunder play the uh, Boston Celtics in Oklahoma.
2: Wow.
1: I've been to about 10 NBA games in my life, and to anyone who's thinking of going to an NBA game, I can't recommend Oklahoma City um, uh, highly enough. One, it has so much better atmosphere than New York or Los Angeles, um, which is where I've watched games previously. I've also been to Golden State as well. Golden yeah. State had a very good atmosphere, but Golden State, a ticket, a decent ticket, cost you like 500 US dollars. It's insane. So... Um, uh, Oklahoma City is where you want to be. It was a primetime ESPN matchup and I was sitting in the lower bowl for like just over a hundred US dollars. It's so good. good and the crowd is unbelievable and here's the best thing about Oklahoma City. They don't have good hotels so you can not only stay in the uh, same hotel as the NBA visiting team but um, you can just like visit them and talk to them because they uh don't have like proper security and stuff like that. It's such a small town. It's so awesome. You just get like yeah. unprecedented access to NBA players. Did you, did you see any players? Yes, I saw all of them. I stalked them out in the hotel. The it, um, back, it, I I've done a um I've done a masterclass in stalking NBA teams, yeah. And um and uh Oklahoma City is definitely the shortcut to that. Los Angeles, Chicago, New York, NBA teams stay in the Ritz-Carlton, which is the uh, like the thousand dollar US a night hotel. There's no way an average person or me can afford to stay there, right? So I'm never going to get close up personal with the MB- with an NBA team. You might be able to see them if you stalk out the Ritz Carlton. The players walk between the um, hotel and the bus. Um, I booked a hotel at the Skirvin Hotel in uh, Oklahoma City. Skirvin, yeah, it's called the Skirvin Hilton.
2: Okay,
1: I know. I, I I would mock the name more, but I'm worried it could be. Uh, uh like indigenous American, oh, Native yeah. American, so I'm like, I don't want to take yeah. the piss too much. Well, it's a, a big old attract... You I'll don't attract... attract
2: what? Well I I just said it I was like
1: Skirvin.
2: I said it kind <laughs> of
1: No nah, it's probably it's probably an old uh I don't know what I don't know what scurvin means. All the all the hotels had weird names. Um, um but my point was uh that uh the hotel is Uh, famous around the NBA for being bad, okay? Um, This is the one Derek Rose claimed was haunted. A number of NBA players have been uh, uh, accused, have claimed there's been ghost sightings there or have felt like mysterious things happen. Um, I booked a room there and was so excited to be there and I'm disappointed to say I experienced no ghosts, Okay. I'm also disappointed to say that um, this quite expensive hotel that I booked that was also not that good um, was not the hotel that the Boston Celtics were staying in. Uh, my plan backfired badly. Here's the good news, though. They gave me a room with a view, and the view looked out to the Sheraton across the road, and that's where the Boston Celtics were playing. And that's how I managed <laughs> to be staying, and that's where I managed to um, stalk them to.
2: Did you have any interactions with any? you get a photo of someone?
1: No, I... Uh, I I'm going to be honest with you, Paul. I uh, I cowered it out, and the reason right. I cowered it out is because um, I didn't want to um, annoy them or get in trouble with security. Yeah. And there was a lot of people hanging around the lobby. There was it was a shambles. It was weird. There was no security. There was a lot of dudes just in like Oklahoma City Thunder jerseys and um, Boston Celtics jerseys, just harassing players in the um, right. next to the elevators, like they yeah, couldn't. Yeah avoid avoid the fans and stuff like that so i just kind of awkwardly st- stood there and watched the players get on the bus here's an interesting M- nba tidbit that i didn't um uh know a they take the bus to the game even when the stadium's 300 me- oklahoma city's tiny like the stadium's like 300 meters away from the um hotel like it yeah, well, would be it faster would be, to walk than yeah, it's it
2: funny just seeing like the whole squad
1: in celtics uniforms walking down the street No, here's the two interesting things. The first thing is, when I was looking out for players, first of all, every time I looked at a tall guy, normally African-American, wearing Celtics uniform, um, I thought, who's that? Who's that? I can't figure out who it was. And it took me four guys before I realized I was looking at the training staff. Obviously, the players don't wear any Celtics gear. They wear cool fashion gears. Yeah. Okay. So that's the first rule about stalking NBA players. They're not wearing... um, uh, the Branded, team yeah. uniform; they are wearing the dopest clothes you've ever seen. So which is the, hel-
2: who was the freshest dressed Boston Celtic?
1: Kyrie, Kyrie. He was wearing like a brown suede jacket with a white turtleneck. It was Paul Williams' classic. And... Here's, here's the here's the funny thing, though. They wear these really nice clothes, um, and the drive to the stadium in a bus is three is is probably three to four minutes drive. Or three to four minutes walk, and um, so they they literally shit, like get ready at the hotel, put on their clothes, probably shower, and then bust the hotel and then immediately change into the uniform. Yeah, seems ridiculous, right? But I guess they're on ESPN, they want to look good when they're yeah. walking to the state. That's obviously a big part of their culture. It seems like pointless that they get changed like that. Um, anyway, um, here's what I thought was kind of interesting: the team doesn't go together; they all go individually. So. I first noticed the Celtics bus in the um, Sheraton motor lobby at like... Um, Sheraton, by the way, terrible hotel. I cannot believe they're staying there. Um, they're staying there possibly because Kyrie stayed at the Skirvan where I was, the Haunted Hotel, and um, he uh, said there was... He reckoned there was bed bugs, So they might have moved to the Sheraton because of that. Yeah. Um, which and is definitely a... Yeah. I feel like bed bugs is definitely a cover for he saw a ghost. <laughs> <laughs> Kyrie is definitely scared of the ghost at the scurvy yeah, yeah. but the good news is the Sheridan's
0: such a bad hotel it's amazing hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role in a given month over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites so start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today.
1: The NBA team, where they normally stay at like really flash places, is staying at a hotel like this. But I mean, that's the charm of Oklahoma City, as I said. Um, so they just have nonstop buses going from about four hours before the game starts. And the team and the players just go on a loop when they feel like it. Yeah. So, for example, um, a lot of the players, uh, Marcus Smart, um, Jalen Brown and stuff, they got on about three hours before, but then it was another like hour and a half before Kyrie. It was like less than two hours before the game um, by the time Kyrie got on the bus, kind of by himself. Like like every player, I kind of was counting them off in my head, had got on the bus before him. Yeah. Um, so here's what I did because I was talking to some Boston Celtics fans who were helping me identify players in the um in the lobby while I was waiting because I literally sat there for like two hours stalking out the players. Um, I decided that I needed to go get ready for the game myself because I wanted to watch the players warm up. Yeah. So I was I was in my running gear because I was supposed to be going for a run and I walked out of the stadium out of the lobby and just as that happened, Kyrie came out as as luck would have it. So I didn't know what to do. So I kind of just like stared at him awkwardly and then he got on the bus. And then I wanted to do kind of a jog before I, you know, showered and got ready for the game. Mm. So I decided to jog behind the bus to the stadium. Yeah, yeah. And I just realized that the coaches and Kyrie on the bus would be like, who is this Oklahoma idiot running behind the bus? And I could keep up with the bus because there's so many traffic lights in Oklahoma on their three-minute drive. I just kind of ran behind the Celtics bus until they got to the security gate at the um, were Oklahoma City silent. Arena. Were so that was silent. a weird thing. It wasn't until I got at the security gate and realized I couldn't go any further that I was like, this, this is a very weird thing for a 30-year-old man to do, but fun. I had a fun yeah. time. So I did meet some NBA players in um, uh, Los Angeles. I got a ticket right next to the tunnel, and I met Dirk Nowitzki. Check out my Instagram. There is photo evidence. Yeah. So proud of
2: this. We can't really show you the photo via the podcast, but if you can just imagine. I wish we had that technology. It's like like a kind of selfie that guy's taking, and he's kind of in the corner, and Dirk's standing right behind him. Uh, Yeah.
1: I would love to. I can verify it. I would love to say I met Dirk um it's verified by paul it was literally like i've got four photos of him one is the photo of him looking at the camera the other three of him are him leaving um he was getting harassed by these carnies who were trying to get um autographs to sell on ebay and um so he left pretty soon but i did have a brief conversation with him i said um uh dirk uh shout out from new zealand new zealand loves you or something like that and his response was Oh, New Zealand mate, g'day mate, New Zealand mate, g'day mate. So he's kind of saying, say yeah, oh, he was, it was like kind of, it was kind of a response my dad would do or something like that. I wish I'd recorded it on a phone or something like that. And no, it was kind of an Australian, g'day mate is kind of an Australian. I thought I pretty yeah. much nailed Dirk doing a New Zealand accent just there. G'day mate. Oh, New Zealand. Good day. Okay, not even close. But I, in my mind, I, I'm hearing how it goes. If only people could get inside my mind. Um, but it was really cool to meet Dirk. And I didn't stop there. I also got a photo with JJ Barea, uh, <laughs> but I haven't, I haven't posted that. As um, uh, we got to build to that, start with Dirk. Give the people a taster, and then eventually, and then go- when the time's right, drop that JJ shot. Yeah, and I just was so embarrassed. I even got a photo with him after watching him play, and. Um, <laughs> When I I watched the um, Dallas Mavericks get smoked by the Los Angeles Clippers, I um, I started writing on my uh, phone a list which I'm building on as I travel around the the southern states um, watching um, uh, professional basketball games of people who I've paid money to see play basketball who I very much regret paying money to see play basketball. So far on this list, uh, JJ Barea. First and foremost, I don't think I've ever seen J.J. Barea make a basket in a shot. I'm I'm sure I watched the Mavericks win the NBA Finals. He must have made a basket then, right? I don't think I've ever seen him score a point. I don't think he scored any points against the Clippers. It felt like he didn't anyway. Um, Devin Harris is another player I can't believe I've watched and paid money to watch. How is he still in the NBA? Unbelievable. And, oh my goodness, Raymond Felton is so fat. I... I don't want to fat shame, but I feel like in the NBA, there is a standard of fitness you should hit. And Raymond Felton is not even in the ballpark at the moment. The only time I saw him run hard was when he ran the – because I hung around the Oklahoma City tunnel as well. He ran the tunnel to run past the screaming Oklahoma City kids because that was the only time to avoid having to sign – Autographs and stuff for the children. I don't know who would want a Raymond Felden autograph, but Oklahoma City That's City loves why all their he players
2: because it's awkward if you walk slow and no one no one tries to high five him or ask him for a signature.
1: He is such a bad backup point guard, and I just can't believe these guys are still in the league, and I can't believe they get on the court. And it was such a contrast with D- Dallas and OKC running these old benches compared to. Um, boston who has like such exciting young talent and the most the coolest players i saw play live i think so far paul george was pretty spectacular like he just pulls dunks in traffic out of nowhere and um jalen brown was um uh i was so impressed by Jalen Brown. and the who's the other celtics rookie Um, um jason tatum jason tatum hardly made a layup but the number of times he got to the hoop and just missed the yeah. finish. He's going to like, be so, I'm so good, man. He's, yeah. I've been trying to trade and
2: for him for fantasy real hard. Hopefully no one from my fantasy league is listening to this. Because I'm God. pursuing him in a
1: major way. <laughs> um, So those two guys like impressed me so much watching them live. And um, a big trend in, uh, uh, alert Poor George came out. He was the only. Uh, oh, I saw Kyrie warm up as well. That was quite interesting. Um, a few people were yelling at him about the flat Earth theory. Um, poor George galloped out of the uh, out of the tunnel, um, looking like a majestic unicorn of a horse. He had really oily legs, and um, trend alert. He mm-hmm. had the shortest shorts on I've ever seen uh, a yeah. professional basketball player wear, and um, long, uh, uh, long compression tights like he was a player from like the 80s or early 90s yeah like he was a magic johnson he was a cool look Short, he looked shorts great
2: has been, that's been coming for ages though like I feel calais oubre jr and stuff nah but yeah. you gotta you, you well, gotta remember that like most of yeah, gonna... wear tiny ones and then he'll even like kind of roll them up so
1: they're almost just like little it's like underwear <laughs> like grundies yeah. yeah his um, legs looked but, majestic they'd been but, oiled up from a massage or something like that before game he looked like he looked beautiful gorgeous yeah. I don't want to
2: say, 10 out I want of 10 to, legs. I want to say a quick shout-out to Kemp for I feel like he sh- what he brought the short shorts. He started bringing them back. But then I also yeah. want to retract the shout-out because he was kind of like a little bit
1: pro-Trump. <laughs> okay. Um, Calais Oubre Jr. as well. Um, he yeah, punched John Wall in the head. And, he punches uh punches everyone, he, man. That guy's rude. And nice. he... He also uh, has been ripping the short shorts. So shout out to him. He's a he's good looking guy. He's a stylish guy. Um, so that was a brief taste of my NBA experience. Like, I'm sure more stories will wash up. It, it up. Oh, standing in the tunnel, by the way, is so worth it. If you can get a ticket near the tunnel or just sneak down there for the people. A lot of stadiums, Golden State, I know, does it. And Oklahoma City definitely lets you do it. Go down and hang out the tunnel if you just get into the stadium early. And yeah. um, uh, Newlands Noel of the Mavericks was quite funny. Because he most players to avoid signature and stuff will run in and out of the tunnel. Like that yeah. like ninety percent of the players did that. Dirk didn't do that, he was a good guy, and plus he's he's kind of on his retirement lap now anyway, so he, that's why I got a photo with him. But um Nerland Noel just walked casually past. Man, he is skinny. Oh my goodness. I like a people who rate him as a prospect, like, he's still so skinny. Um he, he was walking past, and this lovely man held out a jersey, probably not a Newlands Noel jersey, but a Mavericks jersey, like a, a Nowitzki or something like that, and goes, can you sign this jersey? And uh, Noel just said no and just kept on walking, which I thought was great. Normally players like uh, Westbrook and uh, Paul George just seem to intentionally just ignore people yelling at them or asking for things. Um, so it was so funny to see uh, him just blatantly. And good on him for being honest as well. mm <laughs> Um, We we finished the last podcast. Oh, sorry. Is there anything else you want to oh, ask yeah. about my NBA experience? Oh, nah. Or do you, anything else you want to bring up? Sorry, I've just made it nah. all about me.
2: Oh, no. Well, I tried to stalk Drake. I went to his concert. Oh, yeah. We've both been I, stalking um, this week. Yeah. So then after the concert, I uh, I was driving along a street kind of through the Britomart area of, of Auckland. Yeah. And uh, And I saw some bouncers, two bouncers standing at a door. I'd never seen this place before. Uh, it was called Seven, and they were, they'd coned off um the car parks in front of it. And I was yeah. kind of like, it just struck me as weird. So I pulled over the car, and then on cue, uh, like three black vans pulled up behind me and Ooh. parked in the coned-off area. So then I got out and I crossed the street, and then straight out of the first van, the door opened, and I just saw, like, kind of over the top slash through the van, I saw Drake... Uh, Get out wow. and walk straight in past security and down the corridor. And it was before. It was just a shame I crossed the street because otherwise, if I was on that side, I reckon I could have snapped a quick photo with them. Yeah. But uh, then I saw. Yeah, there was some weird stuff. I won't go into the details. Why but, did you um,
1: cross the Why did you cross the street? I feel like you're an amateur.
2: Yeah, I don't. I don't know. I just. I was. Were just the like only like one scouting one... what was ha- what was going on? Yeah, I was the There'd only one there.
1: Of... New Zealanders like stalking celebrities. Like they hang outside. One Direction's hotel room, and when Jay Z and Beyonce ate at the viaduct, everyone went down there. Um, you're the only one there.
2: Yeah, I was. The, well, no one knew that that's where it was going to be, or so. How did you know? Was, I was just driving past. So I just felt the oh, I don't
1: believe this for a second.
2: I, I promise. Um,
1: okay. Well, you, I feel like you spent the next two nights just hanging outside his hotel.
2: No, no, no. Then last yesterday, he he. So I I knew he was staying at the Sofitel. I knew exactly which room as well, like the top kind of penthouse corner room, like Chance the Rapper stayed there. Uh, I think that's like where, when rappers stay at the Sofitel, that's where they stay. And um, he he did an Instagram story where he was filming a stingray in the water down below. And I was in the neighborhood. So about an hour after that, I I pulled up and I got out of my car and I I had my laptop and I needed to, to do some work on it anyway. So I sat there and then I looked, I just looked up to his room and I saw, I basically, I'm pretty sure I saw him. I'm, I'm like 90% sure it was him. He came over and he started shutting because he had all his balcony doors open and he came over and yeah. started shutting them. And then he, um, and then I think he left in a van possibly. He well, he, he was shutting today.
1: them because he saw a man on his laptop sitting outside in a car surveilling him. No, I was,
2: <laughs> I was quite far away.
1: I okay was, so he didn't, he didn't notice you it was just a coincidence that he shut his windows when you were also surveilling him yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay um it's it's weird that we both did this this week hey yeah but then basically as soon
2: as i saw him in his room i felt very weird and i was like this is not appropriate no it's um, not appropriate but uh but fun and I you gotta do something on. to pass the time yeah that's true um but anyway i've got a new little segment here um, that we're going to do. What, a new segment? This is yeah, not, yeah. Pre-approved. not pre-approved. It's not pre-approved, but I know you're going to love it. Does it um, have a sting? It will do. I haven't made it yet, but the sting will You've- go right here. Uh, hi, this is Paul. I still haven't done the sting yet. going When I do it, it's going to be great. It's going I just haven't had time to do it yet. Um, okay. Uh, it's called uh, Paul's Clip of the Week, um, where I play a, a fun video clip that everyone can enjoy.
1: Is it NBA related? Yeah, NBA related. You know this is an audio only podcast.
2: I do, but I'll explain where it is and if you want to see the visuals. Which, <laughs> uh, to be honest, with this first clip, the visuals are definitely required. But, um, I, what? But I know you're going to love it. Am and I going to be I, able to
1: I, hear this or is this going to be put in a post and I'm just going <laughs> to have to imagine and go... No, no, oh, no. no. Huh? I'll, wow. I'll, play it th-
2: I'll play it through the mic. I've got the mic ready to lean up against my computer. Okay. Oh, but goodness. the sound quality is... might not be great. Oh um, yeah. No so... crap. What? You putting your shonky Wait, ass mic. Okay. Yeah. Don't get angry about it. It's a good new segment. <laughs> okay. So it's I was, off to um, a bad start. the other day I stumbled upon this. This wasn't one I was like, I'm not just getting these clips off NBA Reddit or whatever. I'm actually going <laughs> out and, and like searching for this. Like harvesting I'm... some good clips. And uh, so I was um, perusing, uh, ex Indiana Pacers. uh, all Star Danny Granger's uh, Instagram. Oh and yeah, I was, I was back in kind of 2016, October 2016, and I've stumbled upon this clip of Danny Granger, his daughter, his son, and his wife lying on a bed, singing some Adele.
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> it's not even a real famous one. It's kind of like a B-side.
0: <laughs> it's
2: great clip. I, I recommend um, if you want to find it, it was October second, two thousand and sixteen, and that's Danny Granger thirty three on Instagram. So did you scroll? Clip. Did you scroll through a year worth of Danny Granger Instagrams? No, no, well, no. I wasn't looking for the clip, but I saw it. So basically, I built that whole segment after finding that clip. That clip inspired <laughs> that segment. But um, it's an ex- your
1: segment is playing a, a, a visual. Content on a podcast, audio yeah, podcast. People
2: can find it, and you'll love it. Honestly, if you can see
1: him there with his
2: whole family singing, it's great. Yeah. It's a great clip. He
1: was singing, um, the, the song went, This Is My Last Night With You. How tragic would it be if the next morning he night. left his wife and kids?
2: <laughs> he did it. Don't even bring that up.
1: Do you um, do that? Do you like? Do you ever do that? Do you, like, a song comes on the radio, and you, like, you just... Interpret the words li- literally, or something like that. No. no, no, just me. I just always listen to the word. I don't. Know. Anyway, you tr- try to listen to the words because they're always dumb. Anyway, um, we're we're almost out of time. Is that yeah. the end of that segment?
2: yes yeah, the end of that segment. What it's was that segment. segment
1: called? Clip of the week. Paul's clip of the week. Yeah, Paul's clip of the week. And you to play a video clip on the audio podcast. Yeah. That's confusing. Um, I, need, I feel like I've got to finish this segment on um, Unfinished Business from last week, episode one. Um, for anyone who hasn't heard, heard episode one, go back and listen to that as a classic episode. Um, but it backfired badly at the end where I tried to start a segment where I, uh, we answer on our podcast a question that I asked uh, the starters on their podcast and they didn't read out. Um, This is, of course, in response to Paul getting his first ever question to the starters, even though he wasn't a very big starters fan, um, asked on their podcast. And what happened tragically last week is when I tried to read my question, we ended up just talking about Paul's successful question that got on. And we didn't talk about my question at all. So as a result, my question couldn't get on my own podcast.
2: Doesn't deserve to get on, mate. No, it
1: does deserve to get on. All right. Okay, well, let's let's hear it. This week, um, we're going to read out a question. This is so sad. I must have been a 28-year-old, I can't even say my age, but I just do feel quite old to be someone who submits questions to a podcast, but I love the starters, and I wanted to replicate my my, my little brother, Paul, and uh, and get a question on there, and it's so embarrassing reading this back now. I went through my old emails. I've written about six or seven that I'd like to share throughout the weeks, but um, uh, this is one I sent to the starters uh, two years ago. Uh, kia ora. Another bloody email from New Zealand, all right? I was starting in an affable, um, okay. self deprecating way. Yeah, already a Because weird everyone way to from start. New Zealand emails the starters. What? Already, I'm going to say, weird way to start. Okay, now this uh, this was topical at the time. A big topic recently has been the declining impact of home court advantage in the NBA. After recently going to a couple of NBA games, brag. and I've been to a lot of NBA Personal games. Jinx. Personal janks. Personal janks. I think it's clearly down to... I am you. Well, I'm, I'm still talking... Mate, we've got to finish this. We can't well, have I'll me be being silent right on the radio. Okay, yeah, you guy, guy, guy. It. Okay, thank you. Um, after recently going to a couple of NBA games, I think it's clearly down to sky-high ticket prices for winning teams, creating a more subdued tennis-like atmosphere. What if... This is my first problem. It's too long. Eh? It's so long. Yeah. What are the... Th- Here's the question. Here's the question. I've got to the point. What are things the NBA teams can do to create a more imposing home atmosphere while still cashing in on on high ticket prices? Some helpful suggestions. One, bring back in-house pipe organs like they used Wait, to have in the old Chicago are Stadium. You, are you, in
2: question, are you
1: giving them answers? Yes. Okay, yes. this is messed up, man. These are good ideas for yeah, but... creating a better home court advantage. Okay. I went to a Clippers game. They've got nothing, mate. New York Knicks have a terrible atmosphere, mainly because they're losing, but also because they've just got like, heaps of tourists at their games. Okay. Number two idea. This is good. Print out good tweets that are heckles of poor people who can't afford to go to the games, because poor people, like, you know, working class people are better at, um, you know, writing heckles and stuff, and give them to people who are at the stadium to yell at the opposition. That's a good idea. Yeah. So, so you again, yell weird, out the tweets.
2: Weird to put that
1: in the in the answer email in the okay. question email, but third yeah. idea, remove the visiting team bench altogether, make them sit on the ground so they're uncomfortable. Cheers, guy. How did they was not that, read that question out? That, pun that is high end. quality. Was that a cheers pun at the end? No, oh no, no! I didn't spell cheers, C H A I R S. No. Well, I reckon they probably thought that was a cheer pun, and they were. No, it was not a cheer pun. I think the problem was. I think the problem with this email question was that a, it was too good. B, that it was um, on a subject that they must have been talking about too much, which was home court advantage, and they didn't want to talk about it anymore.
2: Here's what I um, think. They they opened it. They saw that it was a novel. And they didn't even read it. You want to know what my email said? Subject. Question. <laughs> okay. And then the body was just the question. No,
1: no. You're, you're not were... sabotaging another no, no, no. week all with I'm your email. I didn't, I didn't no. with hello. This is how is... last week's one finished. And it's not finishing with you again.
2: Okay. What's... We'll continue then. What are you what I like are you how
1: you just put up a fight at all. Well, more... I was just like, any more creative ideas on how to bring back home court advantage? There's, there's a weird vibe on the podcast now, and that you did that. No, I didn't do it. You selfish, me. selfish podcast selfish on the podcast. You created a weird, a, a weird vibe. No. um,
2: uh, so that's that was your big question. It didn't get on well, for good no. reason, mate. Right?
1: Don't try and change the subject. That's no. all for the. Uh, Advanced analytics podcast uh, for this week. Sorry, I wouldn't get to any advanced analytics for all those people who who download the podcast. You tried
2: putting some in. You tried putting some James Harden stats in.
1: Oh, I just just counted how many... We need to at least know how many points he scored. Like, the whole whole, um, podcast can't be us just guessing things. You know how I was like, oh, I think that Kobe Bryant scored 61 points against the Utah Jazz. So it can't just be going off the top of the dome all the time. Um, That is some stats. That is some facts. That is some... Stories. There is some information on how to stalk Drake and or um, NBA teams when you're in Oklahoma City or Los Angeles. Um, and uh, that's all for the podcast this week. Paul, any final words? Any sign offs? Uh, no, nah, oh, I just want to oh,
2: say a quick shout out to the guy at the Orlando Magic game who was like loudly heckling the Celtics as they shot free throws. I hadn't really heard that <laughs> in an Orlando game for a long time. He'd just yell out simple stuff. You know, he'd be like, "Hey, Marcus." You're going to brick this one. And, <laughs> That's and pretty it, good. Yeah. And he was very loud. Maybe it was, was st-
1: a tweet. Maybe it was a tweet that was printed out. No, I don't think so. Okay. Um, I hard, was. Idea. I want to yell uh, Kyrie Irving heckle, but the stadium's only quiet Oklahoma City when the Oklahoma City Thunder are shooting free throws. And I didn't, I didn't want to put off Paul George because they were at a close game. I didn't want to be hated by the home fans um shout out to the guy in the magic who's heckling um good to hear some heckling coming back um send your tweets to peer on the stadiums and let's get that home court advantage back that's all for the podcast i've been like guy williams
2: on, and like us on facebook we've got facebook do we page have
1: here. i don't think we have a facebook page yeah no i made it just before you, did you actually make it or are you going to make one I mean, as soon as we hang this up
2: no 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 i actually made it
1: all right it's, what's it's it called it's very easy to
2: make it's advanced analytics with guy and paul
1: Oh, that's really good. Well, thanks, man. So it's just the and you just search is, that.
2: Is the and symbol and not the word and?
1: Advanced yeah. analytics with Guy and Paul. Oh, cool. Oh, I'll, right I'll, I'll, I'll give that a like. Yeah. Okay. Cool. It better exist. Hopefully, it's public. If not, <laughs> all right. Like us on Facebook. Goodbye.